Yeah. Welcome to Say Smut, a literary podcast for readers and non-readers. Hi, we're so happy to have you. That's Sarah, and she likes reading books. And that's Hope. She likes talking to me about our books. But this mini-sode, we are going to be looking back on our year in review. This is our own personalized Spotify wrapped list, except for instead of doing a whole year, we started this podcast like at the end of May. So we're going to only do the last six months. Yeah, Um, take it back now, y'all. So we're going (laughs) to... That's all I got. I'm trying to think. Clap two times. Right foot. Let's go. Left foot. Let's go. Anyway, okay. Please, so- everybody, <laughs> clap your hands. Sarah hates it when I clap for the podcast. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. we have one brain cell left. We mm-hmm. use the other one on the podcast we just recorded, um, which is the naughty list. It's our last main episode of the year you are getting too many episodes before we go on hiatus until february um we all just have to take a break you know um so we are going to start out with some ridiculous questions that hope has curated a couple i don't know what she's gonna ask i have curated a couple she doesn't know what i'm gonna ask and then we're gonna cover like some of our favorites from the year favorite cover favorite smut all of that stuff so, um, do you want me to start off? I would yes. let, let me set the, t- this podcast, as we have acknowledged, is about <laughs> me. It's about Sarah. Also, I will just disclaimer right now. I, I, because we share one brain cell and it's so squishy, there's a non-zero chance we're going to ask each other very similar questions. That's also <laughs> true. Cause I did tell her like kind of the guidelines of what I was thinking and yes. I did reveal like one of my questions and that. I tried not, I don't think I immediately took one, but now I don't remember because I've, my brain's crazy. Let's find right. out. Let's find out. So my first question is fuck, Mary kill. Amazing. Okay. First person is Jack, AKA Mr. Jack-o'-lantern. Uh-huh. Second person is Gareth, a.k.a. Mr. Ghoul, um, taken from the ghoul, uh, or given to the ghoul. Or option number three is Vectal, a.k.a. Mr. Ice Planet Barbarian. Hmm. Okay. Well, I am going to get rid of Jack. I don't think I can handle it. Um, You're getting rid of Jack? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. He has a magical penis. I understand that. And I know okay. that it produces delicious, delicious <laughs> juice or whatever. <laughs> but okay. I, I think that's too. I uh, I will. Uh, ooh, I don't. Of the. I, Are you going to fuck or marry Gareth or Vectal? See, this is. I'm between because. Either either way, if you, if you marry one, you're probably going to fuck that one too. So it's really a game of which yeah. one do I want to stay with long term. And. What I remember most about Gareth, unfortunately, is how I associated him with Gareth Reynolds, the comedian. Um, so, so that makes this difficult for me. I guess I'm going to marry Vexel because he's who I'm going to hang with long term. I say that with a lot of love to Gareth Reynolds, who I guess I'm going to fuck. <laughs> I'm going to say I would have answered the exact same way because Jack is like just too mean, honestly. Um and then Gareth, I just physically, I think I could do it once, but not again. And then Vectal is more like humanish, and also he is, um, he's just a little cinnamon roll. Look, I want to put a ring on that cooey. <laughs> I'm gonna put a ring on that cooey. Um, okay, 
Why don't you give me your question next? Yes, I'm going to preface this question with a question. And that question is, do you want to immediately do my fuck, Mary kill? Or would you like to do a different Ooh. question and then come back to my fuck, Mary kill? For let's you? do, let's do fuck, Mary kill. We'll do it all in one. Okay. So fortunately we didn't pick the same characters for this, but I had fuck, Mary kill, uh, Jack, Krug and door. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Am I getting door at the end of the book where like every once in a while I'll have to have sex with him as a door, but otherwise he's uh, uh, yeah. I will I will say full properties of the book. If you fuck him, he'll be a human, but then under some unfortunate circumstances, he may become a door again. But you can just you can fuck him back into being a person. Okay, I am going to kill Craig Krug. Craig, I can't believe you would do this because I am so worried about my my anatomy not matching his in any proportion that i would just no friends he has no friends and you've killed him (laughs) you know what sometimes you just gotta take them out of their misery Uh (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry craig you are so sweet tell me who you're you're fucking and marrying you monster (laughs) i will also say that like i'm not a big i'm it's not a body shaming thing that's not what i have a big cone fan but i am i am not a fan of the jaw strap oh facial hair yeah that's just a personal preference i'm gonna have sex with jack because you know what like just get her done at least he has semi-proportional anatomy. Wait, what was my last one again? Uh, door. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to stick with Door because well, he's human. I can go out with him in public. Yeah. It's fine. We will just have like a little witchy ceremony once a month with, or I think it's monthly with the moon. Um, And it'll be what it is. Perfect. Yeah. The man is everything. I mean. That's true. Okay. Wonderful. Amazing. My next question is. This is kind of a longer one, so hear me out, okay? Okay, I'm hearing you out. Would you rather marry... Who? Sorry, who would you rather marry and live out the rest of your days in on a historical estate as a European aristocrat, okay? <laughs> amazing, yes. A, we have Anthony Bridgerton from mm-hmm. episode two, obviously. Yes, amazing. The next four options are from our other historical romance. So first you have our Duke, the Brett... Who, if you remember, he was accidentally kidnapped in a carriage and fell in love with the only girl not of noble birth. <laughs> yes, yes, I remember. Then you have Byron, who his fiance cheated on him. And so he's convinced himself to seduce one of the girls and chooses like the bookish, poor reputation sister Fiona. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you have Robin, who is Byron's cousin, and he fells like does instant love falls in love with Cecily and he was like historically like a rake, but he sees her and is like in love with her. Um, and your bonus option is the uncle Taryn. So ah. who's causing all the mischief. So Anthony, Brett, the Duke, Byron, the seducer and Robin instant love or the uncle, which one do you want to live the rest of your days with mm. on a historical estate? I think Byron. I enjoy the vibe of being like, I know I should pick this one person, but I will actually pick this other person. Wait, are you saying Byron who like chose Fiona with the bad reputation? Yeah. It's just like, it doesn't matter. I shouldn't pick you, but I will. Yeah. I think that's great. 
Yeah, I like that. Um, Obviously, I'm going to choose Anthony Bridgerton because I have no restraint. But if I wasn't going to choose Anthony Bridgerton, I would choose Brett the Duke because he just seemed hilarious. They laughed so much together. The Duke was my other favorite. I was very back and forth between those two. So he's also my second place. Wonderful. Okay, your turn. Okay. Which of the following settings would you pick to hook up in if you had to pick? I have listed out four for you. Because I have a very, I have a very similar question. They're they're of course from the books. First, also for I want to forgive. A lot of my questions are going to have as specific of answers because since I didn't read the books, I don't remember the things we talked about. That's really fine. I'm just doing my best. So I have written down one last stop train. Got it. Two Krug's cave. Okay. Three the ice planet. Or four, the barn at Whispering Eye Ranch. That's from Broodmaiden of the Unicorn, not from John and yeah. Justin. Different, okay, thank you ranches. for specifying which barn. I remember that one because it's the one oh. I read. <laughs> we are going to take out immediately. I'm not going to do the barn. That's fair. I'm just, I have too many allergies. I'm hooking up in this environment. Yeah, you're hooking up. Just hooking okay. Up. You have to like live there. Okay, so I am not going to do the subway because as somebody who had a short stint in New York, I cannot, I'm not going to be an exhibitionist. Um, The cave is very romantic. Romantic cave, that's true. Um, Remind me of my fourth option. Sorry, I'm forgetting. The ice planet. Um, Do I get a warm place to do it? Like one of the caves they're in? Yeah, I, I'm telling you just the full setting is where you get to be. I, I wouldn't make you be like, no, it's on the ice part. Yeah, I'm just clarify. Like all the amenities off. we are presented to when we, when we. Let's do the ice planet place. because I feel like I'll be cozy. I love cozy vibes. Love cozy it's very vibe. romantic. Wonderful. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> Here's my question. What's uh-huh. the best location to fall in love? Not necessarily. <laughs> Can you tell where my mind was in your mind? <laughs> the podcast is called Say Smut. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I have ahead. slightly different answers. One of them is the same, which is on a froze, a time-frozen New York City subway car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amazing. That's from episode four. Um, on the back of a horse riding across the continent with one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From episode eight. In an ancient New Orleans house that's practically a hostel for monsters, episode 13, Le Petit mm-hmm. Morn. Mm-hmm. And D, in a dusty old science lab at a university, episode six, The Love Hypothesis. Where do I want to fall in love? Subway car, on a horse, across the continent, uh, old New Orleans house, hostel, or dusty old science lab. I think hostile. I think New Orleans Ooh, hostile. Yeah, you know why? It is. A I vibe. think that's cool and fun. Yeah, I, I think that's a real vibe. Like train, you could fall in love on a train. Still too public. Horse, that's a hassle. I don't feel like it. I've ridden horse before. That's enough. We remember how dangerous I said horses were. Super yeah. dangerous. Um, and then I don't mind. The last option, but the that. science lab, a little the academia lab. School's fine. I get that. That's just a yeah. Okay. All right. I, I I'm with you on that one. I probably would have picked the same. All right. Your turn. Amazing. Um, I want to make this my last question because the other one I wrote I didn't feel was fully fleshed out. Or well, hmm, 
No, no do actually, it. Okay, I, I'll keep it. I'll keep I it. have a fourth question too. So cool. These, these are a little more open-ended, which I left because you've read the book. So I, I know you'll <laughs> remember better. Um, which main character from any book would you invite to guest host on our podcast? <laughs> Ooh, that is such a good question. Honestly, I don't think it has to be a main character. I think it could just be any character. Oh my any gosh. Character. But if it oh helps my- to narrow it down, then narrow it down to main character. Um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at a list of our podcasts right now just to give myself some. I hope there's so many funny gals. Yeah. And look, I have a lot of questions like about the pumpkin spice latte situation. So I would probably do our, I cannot remember her name off the top of my head, but I would probably do our main female character or like even the trio. (laughs) Maybe the whole staff of Starbucks. Maybe the whole staff of Starbucks from Spice. Uh, pumpkin spice latte seduced by this pumpkin spice latte episode 14 um however i have also a lot of questions about ghoul culture because i feel like that's something we kind of learned a lot about yeah like because we kind of were like oh ghouls and ghosts but like no ghouls are a very different thing so i'd probably say pumpkin spice latte team to diversify our understanding of um pumpkin spice sexual yeah, I like that. I, I have a lot of questions and I'm interested to hear just really a lot about their experiences as well. Well, and I'm, a now lot I'm curious. Starbucks, a lot of questions about the Starbucks in general. Yeah, well, I'm curious. Who would you who would you pick? Who would I pick? Well, so there's some characters I just love, right? Like I love I love Krug. Krug. Craig. Craig and Krug. Krug. I love Krug a lot. I'd want Krug. Basically anyone in any of our more like outlandish books i would like i would like to have on because they all just kind of have like wild and crazy attitudes tell me about this door fucking tell me about the unicorn situation i've got a lot of questions i i have enjoyed those main characters a lot because i was like a little kooky but i also thought about piper from our very first book it was like a fun gal (laughs) i love piper um okay my next and final question uh, for this section is which plot had the best trope stereotype. So we talked a lot about tropes um, this year of like, and I'll go through the tropes with you. So, yes, um, so for example, option a is done and dusted by Lila Sage episode seven for brother's best friend. Trope. Ah, mm-hmm. Okay. B it happened one summer, our pilot episode. Um, for small town romance slash opposites attract. So like grumpy sunshine. Grumpy sunshine. Yes. C, the kiss quote quotient. Quotient. I, I have a hard time saying that word. Um, from episode three for teaching sexy lessons. I love that trope <laughs> of like, I just yeah. need to learn how to do this. Or like, I need you to help me learn how to flirt with people. It's one of the or silliest like, tropes. And I gotta, find- we gotta make out so I can get better at making out, but not, yes. not because I like you. <laughs> exactly. This is just a test. This is an exper- experiment, right? Mm-hmm. So then the final option is D, the nanny, the, wow. The nanny. The nanny, <laughs> the nanny um, by Lana Ferguson, episode 11 for forced proximity slash dating my boss. I think that my favorite is sexy lessons. I think those are so silly. I really, I just love anybody who's trying so hard to be like, it's not because I like this person. It's because I gotta have this thing happen. Well, she hired a sex worker. She did. No, that's true. 
I mean, that feels yeah, like I, the most probable instead of going to somebody and being like, I expect you to be good at sex. Yeah. So therefore you it have is, to teach me. Here's what I'll say. It's the most logical of the options in a lot of other tropes where it's like, well, so like, I think the first episode or the first season of Bridgerton it's not quite sexy lessons, but it's almost sexy lessons because there's that part where the Duke is like, you'll never, you'll never touch yourself. <laughs> That's you like, know, like one section. That's well, a but it's like, no. but it's a sexy no. lesson. It still looks sexy. It's still no. a sexy lesson. That's not sexy lesson. I'm I'm saying no to you on that one and I will not accept anything else, but that is, that's fake dating. That's a fake dating trope. Well, I find, I think they're a little similar though. Cause it's always like, we're definitely either way. It's like no falling in love. We just have to do this to meet an end. It's that trope. Yeah. 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 Okay. I can see that. It's it's basically could also be called that. We're definitely not falling in love trope. (laughs) We need to just fuck this out of our system and we're not going to fall in love. Okay. What's your last question? My last question was, which romantic partner would you pick from our books? For me? Yeah. And I didn't pick any any specific ones because I already made you tell me who you would fucking marry and kill between a daughter, a pumpkin man, and a Shrek. (laughs) You're like, I'm going to take mercy on you. But I'd open it up to anybody fun you could think of from our Well, Okay. I have a soft spot for Anthony Bridgerton because I think Julia Mm. Quinn does a really great job with banter. And that's something I love. I love somebody who can chat with me, like kind of witty and fast paced. Mm -hmm. Um, But as I'm looking at this, I do like the grumpy sunshiny trope. And I think I would have a lot of fun with like somebody like um, uh, it happened one summer. I can't remember. <laughs> Brendan, Brandon, Brendan, Brendan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause he would just be grumpy and he's a little witty too, but he's got a grumpy side. And I like that. That is nice. Now I want to know from your point of view, who would you choose? That is a very good question. And now I have to go through our yeah. <laughs> books so that I we're can just, remember. We're just scrolling I, through. I seem to remember being particularly fond of the love interest in the kiss quote didn't yeah didn't they have like a lot of uh like not patience is the right word but it was like very considerate in their in their like intimate scenes in a way that we enjoyed well yeah that was something um that we really liked i'm trying to find michael Um, yeah he because he kind of I think he like realized where she was at in her process. Mm -hmm. And especially like after finding out that she had autism and like understanding the way she operated and like catering more to what she needed in order to operate. Yeah. That's how Um, I like that. That's who I picked. I was also going to say you were also very fond of um, the love hypothesis love interest because you were like, it's just a very, um, I'm looking them up because I'm trying to remember. I know. names. (laughs) um adam because they had like just a very honest sex scene like oh, and i think yeah. that's the thing you love most is yeah, when like when people it's straight just, up yeah very human sex interaction and interactions i am so done talking obviously today so with that let's get into our final awards of the year yeah and we're gonna start with best title and i am going to give my award to no getting ogre you by me eliza she's gone by a couple names amazing i love that um i have a tie the easy one is also no getting over you because it's the most fun for me to say but my actual 
uh, pick before we've had this conversation is unhinged and it's specifically because i didn't so remember world that i haven't read the book and i don't look at the covers until sarah gives them to me so i didn't know it was about doors and being intimate with doors (laughs) and so there's a moment where i realized what was happening and i the joy i felt in that moment i can never replicate that is delightful. That was a very fun time for Incredible. you because I asked you for the history on doors and you were like, yeah, there's literally just, none. It just hadn't occurred to me. I don't know. The, the premise just hadn't occurred to me. Um. Okay. The next is best cover of the year. And I have two. Mm-hmm. I have kind of one that's more traditionally published. So our romance one versus our more smutty novellas. Mm-hmm. The romance one is done and dusted by Lila mm-hmm. Sage. I love this cover. I think it's so fun. I love the art on it. Um, But my fun answer is brood maiden of the unicorn because (laughs) it is absolutely wonderfully photoshopped. It is. Stock images. It is. What is yours? Uh, I also have two picks for this. I also picked down and dusted because I think it's beautiful. I love the art on that as well. And then my like, more fun cover is I just I really love that little gingerbread man on the <laughs> cookies and coming cookies and cream and cream and because he's so innocent it's for so him. cute he's just sitting in a little little like hot chocolate mug it's so adorable I love that <laughs> um most interesting research um I feel like really judgy about this because this is obviously how you performed I feel like I'm giving your annual oh, review no that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I have two. Um, first of all, the jack-o'-lantern history from episode 12 oh, was yeah. so in-depth that I didn't know it went that deep. Um, and then also the history of the 1977 New York City blackout from episode four. That was something like I had no idea what to expect. And like you just gave such a great holistic view of not only the impact like financially, but like the crime and like the baseball moment and like all of it was so fun to listen to. So what was your favorite? Yeah. My favorite I think was also, um, Oh, it's so tough. I've researched so many different things and it's so much. I love doing this research for the record. You guys, I spend more time than I think you would probably think that I do doing all of this research. I really like doing the jack-o'-lantern research. I really like doing our holiday vibes and getting in depth with, with where jack-o'-lanterns came from and how they weren't originally pumpkins and then looking at how frightening they looked as like other vegetables before people put them in pumpkins. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm a history person. I love history. So like anytime you pull out like those little historic elements of like, well, this came from this culture or like, like here's this generic thing, but I have this funny little vignette or anecdote that, that you can throw in fun. Okay. So sexiest book of the year. I am going to award to Jack by Leila Fay because there were so many elements, not only just of them interacting, but also like the, his anatomy, um, what he did with his sperm. Um, <laughs> what? There was Sell so it, actually. <laughs> yeah, there was so much. The fact that he custom made lubricant for her. Incredible work Insane. all around. I went with what I remember to be our highest rated, and our highest rate, one of our highest rated ones was Unhinged. Okay, it was a good one. Yeah, it was good. No, I, I look, 
I'm just I'm just gonna keep it 100. Yeah, the premise is very different and bizarre. No, I don't want to sleep with my door. But it was a great book. <laughs> it is a great book. Um, overall, what is the craziest say smut moments that you feel like we had? Peanut butter in the desert. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I just knew kidding. you. Were I'm just kidding. I'm I literally. <laughs> I wrote this down and I almost put a caveat in it and was like, if you, you say peanut butter in the desert, I'm going to lose my ever loving shit. It's it's not my actual pig, but we can all agree. It's just a nonsensical thing to eat when it's so freaking hot outside. Um, No, mine is more of a blanket theme of flavored jizz, actually. So many different flavors, so many different options to choose from. We've I was got... trying to think which other person other than Jack the jack-o'-lantern who else had flavored nikolai was... has snow after yes. snowfall come yes but there was somebody else there and is I... somebody else it had to... i think it would have been when it was hollow i think that's got to be a yeah. halloween thing right yeah i've got to believe unless Run we the were numbers thinking... unless we were thinking um of come cookies and cream because essentially it all tasted like <laughs> I, I i specifically wasn't because i can only remember the horror of having to eat a predominantly raw <laughs> cookie dough ass <laughs> cookie dough ass um cookie dough ass. mine uh first of all is door smut just as a whole the for fact sure, that sure, we sure. had a door smut episode just baffles me um but also the concept of going upstairs in a public place in a public coffee shop to pour pumpkin spice on you while you masturbate and then have a threesome is kind of, of insane the innate to ability to look at someone and be like that person is pumpkin spice sexual <laughs> i yeah yeah too too far for me to believe <laughs> Um, so finally, we are at our last award of the night, which is the best book. And I would like you to go first, please. Yeah, it's unhinged. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It just—it was, it was such a roller coaster. I had so much fun going through it. Um, I absolutely loved it. It was so silly. I, and, and it was hard for me to pick. Cause honestly, I, I've not like, we've never finished an episode. And I've been like, that was unfun and uninteresting. So it was hard for me to pick a book, but if I had to pick one for this year, it's unhinged. Um, my primary favorite smut book. Cause I, I did cheat and choose two because I feel like we kind of have two Fair. genres here, which is you actually read them. So it's more valid when you pick one. <laughs> well, I feel like there's two genres we work with, which is erotica smut and then there's the smutty rom-coms or romance books, right? Yeah. And so there's kind of like one that's more traditional and one that's more like fun, lighthearted for the most part. So like my fun, lighthearted one is Jack. I just think mm -hmm. it was so flushed out. Yeah, like that's true. Every single aspect of what would having sex with a jack-o'-lantern be like versus like essentially conjuring a demon. Like it's, mm -hmm. it was so crazy. And there's sequels. <laughs> I know there are. I know there are. We are Incredible. fully aware and we may Incredible. revisit next year. I hope but so. my um my other one is um I had it here. Oh, um here. Oh, now I just changed my web page. Jeez. No. It was I think it was the Viscount um it was the Bridgerton one. Oh, the Viscount who is that just the Viscount, the Viscount who, loved, who me? loved me and I think that was so fun because you and I 
you had wa- we watched the show together mm-hmm. yeah and i've read the whole series and so it was fun to tie in things from the show it was fun that you knew elements but it was slightly different than what you knew <laughs> yeah um so that was just kind of just a fun episode as a whole to be able to go through with you and i guess that's my best episode but not necessarily wow. best book <laughs> I couldn't wow. even begin to tell you what I think the best episode of the year was because I don't just, know. I have so much fun every time we do it. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a fun time. Like, gosh, we we have a blast doing this. And um, that's the thing is like every time Hope and I feel like we are just overwhelmed with work and life, it's like disappointing if we have to, you know, put the episode on pause that week or whatever. But um, it's also fun to see that we have a growing audience from places that aren't just our friends and family. Yeah. Thanks strangers. Thanks. So we're so happy you're here. And um, we just hope you have a really wonderful new year and you guys stay safe um, as we party hardy into 2024. But in the meantime, stay smutty. Goodbye. Goodbye.